Australia's racing heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Hello to you, Maggie Payne. G'day, Gareth. How are you going? I am very well. We'll kick off like we do every Thursday with the Country Racing Show, and it is our trivia question. The first person that text in on 0416 with the correct answer. Wins a $50 country racing voucher. And, um, geez, there's plenty to spend that on this week. There's plenty happening. Now, the question is, Maggie... Well, it is. You mentioned there's plenty happening. It's the Taiwan Cup this weekend, so one of the best country races, uh, race meetings you can get to. So it's centered around that this week, which is who was the Aussie gangster who infamously took the day's taking at the Taiwan race course back in the 20s? This was so, okay. Uh, for those history buffs, I uh, think Aussie or Melbourne gangsters that took the, they got to the race course and took well the known, well known. Yeah, might have been a series made on it. How did he do that? Just walked in with some guns and said, where's the money? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if he had his hitmen behind him, there wasn't much the race yep. club could do. And it's uh, gone down in, in the history of the Taiwan race club. So he ba- And now it's famous. So people are celebrating, in a way, one of the worst crimes ever at Taiwan, basically. There is. It's a bit like the Peaky Blinders at the moment. They used to do that, go and, go yeah. and rob racetracks. Yeah, well, um, if people are struggling, you might you can check the fields for Taiwan because there might be a race named after this fellow. Okay. How about, what about the legacy? You rob the racetrack and then you get a name named, a race named after you. You're flying. Um, 0416905052, the first one with the correct dance. That will win that $50 voucher. Hopefully it doesn't get stolen from you. Um, news of the week. 15 horses have now secured their spot in that $250,000 country mile final there to be run on All-Star Mile Day. In fact, I had a couple of friends in that horse that got disqualified in Translator the other day. Mm, yeah, they should either. have told their... He's one horse that needs a little bit of riding too. He can be a lazy um, fellow Translator, but the rules yeah, are the rules, aren't poor, they? Uh, Jake Noonan went over the whip yep. strike rate in that race on Saturday at Wangaratta. But yeah, 15 have qualified with 13 trainers represented. So it's a it's a good mix of trainers and horses. I think um, there'll be a couple that are up the top of the top of it that will be hard to heat and as a beat and as a few heats that were probably stronger than others. But um, looking forward to the Valley on All-Star Mile Day. We love Brian Martin on this show. He joins us every Thursday for his famous or his favourite spring or autumn moment back in the years. But... He did tweet out a a, um, a stat there regarding, or maybe about the the restrictions for the crowds there for the the May Warnable Carnival. But then the minister Martin Bakula corrected him pretty quickly. So what can you tell us regarding how many people can turn up to Warnable? Yeah, so basically how it sits at the moment, Warnable will return to the three day format. Last year it was condensed into the two days. Yep. The club have a uh, application into the government under the public events framework, as the minister outlined. So we're hearing that that's not too far away from that approval, and they've um, applied for crowds. Uh, obviously, it's not going to look like the same Warnable that we're used to, you know, 18,000 people on the Thursday on their Cup Grand Annual Day. But there'll be crowds at Warnable and um, expect an announcement in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, we'll be there this year. I'll definitely the be there. You'll definitely show. be there. Yeah, 100%. For sure. Um, yeah, it'll be three long days, I would imagine, Maggie. And how, how do you perform these days now? I think everyone might be a little bit out of practice, back-to-back-to-back to back to back type of racing festivals. Yeah, in it a is. Way. It is. And um, 
I'm looking forward to it. It's always one of the biggest, you know, best weeks of the year in country racing. It's our biggest carnival. And um, and not only that, I like what I love about it is it's for racing enthusiasts and I love getting there a couple of weeks before and going to track work at the beach and, and really embracing all the local trainers. And uh, we'll speak to a local jockey uh, who won on Sunday at Colac who might give us a bit of an insight how the things are ramping up there at Warrnambool. And before we get on to our special guest, when we spin a yarn here on the Country Racing Show, I was sad to read this yesterday. Sean Dwyer, one of our favourites here in Country Victoria, based at Bendigo, is heading back home up north there to Queensland. Yeah, he is. Um, his son's a trainer up there and doing quite well. And we'll miss Sean. Uh, the Bendigo community will miss Sean. He's been here for 13 years and, you know, he's had a lot of success with horses trained out of that Bendigo and they call it the nursery of champions for, for a reason. And um, not only that, he's been a great mentor to uh, people coming through the ranks, not only the riding ranks, but the whole Bendigo community. So we wish Sean all the best and um, look forward to following him up there. Jeez, I'm looking forward to spinning a yarn. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. We want Frankie's trying to come through the middle. Astro Castro and Punk Princess are wider. Here's a go. Astro Castro out wide. He's going up to We Want Frankie. We Want Frankie in front. Astro Castro's driving and from behind today. Against all the odds, he's done it. Astro Castro beat We Want Frankie. Astro Castro has become nearly one of those horses that has had a cult following these days because he's always running second, Maggie. He's the Tom Melbourne of the bush. He is, he is. And... (laughs) Um, Kevin Bahiran is his jockey. Kevin has one hell of a story to tell, and he joins us now on the Country Racing Show to spin a yarn. G'day, Kev. G'day, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. Tell us about that feeling at Colac on Sunday. Well, honestly, well, there's no better feeling than this to get uh, Astro over the line. with a big relief. Uh, been a long 12 months with him, and uh, Sunday was... Uh, the best day ever, probably in my career. And, and Kevin, when you did jump out of the barriers, he's normally, you know, we're used to seeing front running. He, he missed the start and you were behind the eight ball, so to speak. And what did you think when you came around the turn and, and you could obviously feel he had a bit more to come and run over the top of them? Well, probably about 800 metres. Uh, I didn't expect him to miss the kick on Sunday. He's normally pretty out of the gate, pretty quick out of the gate. And uh, he, he was in barrier one, which I think is... Uh, been a bit too early, and uh, he was more. He was getting a bit agitated. There was a couple of horses outside. Outside was playing up, and uh, yeah, that's where I was expecting to be that far back. It was a surprise, and uh, probably about eight hundred metres. Uh, I knew I knew he can win the race. I have a lot of faith in this horse. He's always tried his best out there. What's been the feeling a couple of times, Kev, when you've been leading, leading, leading at the 200, you think you're home, at the 100, you're home, and then in the last 50, you get overtaken? Um, what's Have you ever thought, well, this day might not ever, might not, not come with this galloper? Well, he's, I've never give, give up on him. He's, uh, he always tries everything he can. Well, there's a few times we led my first on him a little bit, probably about six to seven lengths. He, uh, I thought I was home, but didn't work out the way we expected. And uh, I was always, always thinking uh, he can win a race somewhere with just on the right day. And uh, Sunday was the weakest field for him. And he's always going 59 to 60 on his back. 
but Sunday was uh, 57 and a half. Probably that was the greatest thing for him. And Kev, you mentioned that it's, you know, it was probably one of the biggest wins of your career or most satisfying. You, you, it's your second win back after having about a five-year hiatus from race riding. Is, is that why you came back or what made you jump back into the saddle? Well, I came up, uh, came over to the May Carnival, Warnable here, and uh, that's where I really want to make a comeback riding. Just, uh, I have a good friend here, Jim McGovern, and come over here with my old boss, Alan Foster. It was uh, it wasn't an easy decision to make, but it was very quick, and I don't regret any second of it now, which is uh, a new thing was going to be hard to start with. But these two person without them, I don't think I was going to make it. Can I make it back to race riding again? In uh, very sporty. And Kevin, you're obviously having a great time of it as well. You're starting to get more opportunities. It must be a wonderful community to be involved with, especially that local racing community in, in Warrnambool. Oh, Warrnambool is a great racing community here. Lovely people. Everyone helps each other. You know, it, uh, there's a few friends around here. Alan's been the greatest support and uh, Jenny Smith. Two trainers are right most, and there's a few other trainers here. They'll give me a few more rides. So it's going to take a bit of time. And you mentioned you've been to the May Carnival as a spectator. I bet you're looking forward to hopefully uh, joining in as a rider, and it's really starting to ramp up there as they build towards the carnival. Yeah, hopefully this year will be a lot better than uh, what we had last year. Uh, yeah, hopefully this year the crowd will be back to normal. Have you got a winner coming up for us, Kev? Have you earmarked a horse that you've been working at Warnable and maybe you thought, well, this could be my my horse that we have success during the May the the May Carnival? Well, honestly, at the moment I'm uh, I'm trying to you know, jump on anything I can to get uh, really it's not much, but probably this little auto ride. Uh, First winner back, Katya Drief. She's she's going to improve, keep improving this horse. It's a nice little horse, and I think yeah, she'll be a better horse next prep. She'll be back for Mayor Carnival. And Kev, why did you have that five years off? Do you love the sport more now since you had that break? Yes, I do. Definitely, there's something I always missed. Uh, working, I was working in the mine for four, four and a half years, five years. It's uh, something, it's not, like racing always been there for me, and uh, that's why I love doing life. Well, Kev, we wish you the best of luck. We've been, love watching your progress too since you've come back, and that story behind Astro Castro as well has been um, enjoyable to watch. I know that you've been close on so many occasions, but it's great to see him win a race and come from behind there the other day at Colac. Good luck for the future, and keep on kicking those goals in this comeback. Thanks, guys. Kevin Bohiran joining us there, and it's a great story, and that's what I always say this when we chat to people and we spin a yarn on this show, but that's why we all love racing, stories like Kev. Yeah, that's right. He did his apprenticeship in Perth, and it's a long way from Perth, Warnable, and uh, yeah. it's good to see that he's enjoying his, his craft and uh, lots to look forward to as we build up into that three days in May. And there's a lot of participants that don't mind just situating themselves in, in Warnable. It seems like it's their own little like racing community in itself there, Maggie. 
Yeah, you could argue, you know, it's the strongest racing in terms of grassroots racing. You've got communities surrounding the, the Tarangs, the Colacs and those kind of places, Hamiltons that really are grassroots. And I think that's where the jumps racing community has been able to stay so strong through that time and it's continued to thrive. And it'll come around pretty quickly, this Warrnambool Carnival. So we're in the start of March, nearly got through the first week in March and then all of a sudden April's done and dusted and we're into the start of May, which means it's time to head to Warrnambool. Yeah, exactly. And you only have to see, you know, the jump trials that are happening in the background. We've got Big Blue returning to his re- the races this weekend and Eden Hope, he's going to have to carry 65 and a half, the Gallywood winner, but that's uh, nothing for him. So looking forward to seeing him return on Saturday. Now, Maggie, we do have a winner for our competition and thank you to everybody that texted in. Now, we had a few people on the phone as well. Unfortunately for one of our listeners there, they Glenn from Drysdale, he called in at 12.12, and that was the time that he called in. Unfortunately, Glenn, the winner texted in at, oh, geez, this is line ball again. Um, here we go. Now, Maggie, you might have to decide this. <laughs> I think Andy from Richmond's just yeah, won. Andy. Ned Kelly Gav, the greenskeeper. Unfortunately, it wasn't Ned. It was Squizzy. That's Andy from Richmond. Well done, Andy. I think Andy's a winner already. Oh, is he? He's I think done I might have spoke to Andy yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do we go to someone else then? Well, I'm sure that Andy won't be too annoyed with that. Oh, okay. Just, I might have to check the number afterwards. I think it will. <laughs> maybe we can give another one away as well. I'll put it in for the $50. Yeah, here. we can go another All one. All right, then. And I'll only be giving it to the... You've got to put your name. Otherwise, if you don't put your name, it'd be have to be Cam, wouldn't it? Yep, Cam Larkin. Well done to Cam. Squizzy Taylor it was, so he wins there, 12.09. Good work, Cam. It was Squizzy Taylor, that's yep. right, that uh, famously took the winnings in Taowong. Yep. How much did he get? Oh, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I think he cleaned them right out. Hey, it's great to have Matty Jones calling at Taowong. He's a superstar race caller, Matty Jones. One yeah. of the very best, and we're lucky to have him calling races at Shepparton, but Taowong, they are lucky to have the calibre of broadcaster there to, to call the Taowong Cup. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. So looking forward to Matt having Matt on course there for the 150 years, as you mentioned. Regards, Marie. Looks tough to beat there at the Echuca Cup there. The Moama Bowling Club Echuca Cup. Yeah, $100,000 worth of prize money. He's got to go up against the famous Vovis horse, Widgie Turf. So that's looking to be a great race on Sunday at Echuca for their Cup Day. I think Willie Pike's heading there as well. He's riding high, stranger for Shane Fleener. So... That'll be one of the highlights there on Sunday. We've also got the Tawang Cup as well and the Eden Hope Cup. Yeah, so Saturday we've got the three feature country cups, Tawang Cup, Eden Hope Cup and Hinamunji Cup, okay. which is at Omeo. So three country cups on Saturday and then Sunday we've only got the two, <laughs> Stony Creek Cup and Echuca Cup and then also Balnaring Picnic races. And the Balnaring Picnics, if you hold a race club membership anywhere in yep. Australia, you can head along free, just jump on their website and book. It is a busy weekend, isn't it? Yes. Those three, those three country cups there on Saturday, some picnic races, and then on towards the Stony Creek Cup, the Echuca Cup, and the picnics at Belnaring. Yeah, it means I've got a lot of form to do in the next two days. Yep. <laughs> you will be busy, Maggie. There's no doubt about that. We might need to like have a grand final type of prize for the country, um, country racing show trivia. Because we're getting a lot of entrance in here, we might might we might need to get people. We might have to have people on the phone and do like a sale of the century type of competition. 
Yeah, well, I think um, we're going to have to. We're running out of time for our picnic bus this year, but we're going to have yes. to get our marquee together, and we might have to head along to the country races, invite yep. all of our people that are competing each and every week, and um, that might be a way to get more people involved. Andy might be able to give a few people some vouchers. <laughs> He's dominating. Well done, Andy from Richmond. Good on you, Maggie. Thanks, Gareth. 25 minutes past 12, and that is the Country Racing Show on this Thursday, the 4th of March. Time for a quick break on the other side of it. It's Green Light On with Dan Malecki, Adam Hamilton, our special guest, Clayton Tonkin, and also Luke McKenna.